0: all right hello everyone welcome to the first ever episode of soft boys anonymous Uh, why why soft boys because i mean it's pretty obvious we're just soft we're boys uh I I'm Cody. Joining me as per usual is Jose. Hello everyone. So what's this show about? It's not just us talking about our feelings for an hour. We're not going to do that. We're not those kind of soft boys. It's just like a movie show. We talk about movies and TV and stuff that interests us. Just kind of like a chill relaxed vibe here, but we keep a little bit of structure. It's not going to be like too serious of discussions, but um yeah, we we just going to talk about things we like to talk about and have a good time doing it. The types of topics can vary here. We're not really focused on delivering movie news. There, there are way too many other places where you can get that from and get it from them way better than from here. But if there's something that strikes our interest, we will talk about it a little bit. Like if we started the show like a month ago, we would have talked about Spider-Man leaving the MCU.
1: Oh, my God. R.I.P.
0: Spidey. The franchise is dead now.
1: Oh, don't say that. Oh, oh, it's dead. It's dead. It's It's dying. Sony is going to
0: ruin it again.
1: (laughs) That's an understatement. That's an over-exaggeration.
0: Maybe some reviews if we see something. We're not going to be dedicated to reviewing all the weekly releases. uh, Partially because neither one of us are really in good spots to go see movies all the time.
1: You're an hour and forty minutes from your nearest good theater, like and I'm an hour and forty
0: away. minutes away from the nearest multiplex. Okay. Uh I, I'm not sure if I would call it good, but um it is you can go there and watch movies and I guess that's all you need.
1: Uh, here's a good question. Should we are we gonna use like the double toasted ratings, like better than sex, Man, all that, or are we gonna come we... up with our own?
0: We totally can if we want to. Um, okay. I don't know how we would do a rating system. Right. Uh, but if you guys don't know Double Toasted, check them out on YouTube and doubletoasted.com. And yes, go DT to DT Merge. Yes, go to DT Merge. Get that classic black tea with the white logo. White logo. They're not our sponsors, but we would love them to be. Corey, yes. if you would like to talk to us. So yeah, we, we can talk about whatever kind of movies we want. We'll maybe come up with a ringing system and some like creative segments, games, if you will, or maybe like specific talking segment, uh, just like a list of like actors we want making dramatic comebacks, i.e. Michael Keaton in Birdman or John yes. Travolta in Pulp Fiction. John Travolta. He's going to need another comeback after his like last two or three movies. Have you seen The Fanatic? I haven't seen... I want to watch The Fanatic. We need to watch it. I want to watch that. I want to watch Gotti, which you can watch on Amazon Prime.
1: For free, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, if you have an Amazon okay. Prime account.
1: He just... he In Gotti, he definitely is the same character in American Crime Story, if you've seen that.
0: No, I have not. I, what is... What's behind his choices
1: these days? The bills, man. Like you said, we got to pay them bills. Got to pay the bills.
0: Got to make money. But like he's John Travolta. He could actually. Yeah, but. but, He could join good projects if he wanted to.
1: I think he just wants an easy paycheck. I think he reached that point where he doesn't care anymore. He just wants quick, fast money.
0: Or maybe on paper it sounded like a good idea. So he just said yes. And then the movie was
1: terrible. He was like, oh, no. I think. I think the critics found that the only good thing about that movie was his performance while the rest. Yeah. Like
0: I didn't hear anything good about him until I heard the double toasted review. Right. And they, Martin. Well, yeah, Martin. Yeah. Martin. Yeah. yeah Martin was praising him.
1: Corey was kind of praising yeah,
0: him. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Yeah. We won't know for sure. We should make an episode just like watching the fanatic. What, a commentary. Yeah yeah that'd be awesome.
0: I don't know who would wanna download our commentary no, 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 of the mind. fanatic yeah no <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna hear us watch the fanatic, you know just just let us know.
1: yeah, I'll drive over to your place. I'll rent it for us, grab some pizzas, yeah,
0: watch oh a double feature with Gotti and the fanatic
1: no. uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Like, like A-list actors that are making shitty movies like Travolta, Nick Cage, and Adam Sandler. I'm afraid Denzel Washington would hit that road in his life. You know what I mean?
0: He probably will. I don't think he I mean, you know, they're gonna be in bad movies eventually anyways.
1: I heard Adam Sandler is making a comeback with his recent film. Um, something about Jewel Thief. He's a Jewel Thief or something. And it's directed by the guys who did Good Time. Oh. I
0: was thinking of that that like uh murder mystery.
1: No no no. No, no. No no. He's making a comeback movie. It premiered at Venice Film Festival and everyone is praising Adam Sandler oh. finally for making a good movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna be shocked if he gets, you know, nominated at the Oscars. I mean I've never Venice, seen the movie. Venice so.
0: is pretty weird this year.
1: Yeah, Venice, yeah, yeah like with
0: The Joker joker won and got the golden lion
1: yeah so does that mean joker is gonna be like an oscar
0: contender yeah i mean it's interesting and weird that it's like getting this kind of attention right but like welcoming right i'm always for genre of any time of any kind getting represented at the Academy Awards, That's very uh, focused on their fluff piece dramas.
1: Isn't this, is this like this? Will probably be the first superhero movie to win a maybe a Best Picture Oscar.
0: Mm, it would definitely be a first one to be a front runner because, like, I mean, Black Panther was nominated, but it's like none of us thought that movie was going to win. I wanted it to win because I thought it was Best Picture. I thought it was the best movie out of them. The other contenders I remember seeing. I thought were all very mediocre,
1: including Roma. I don't
0: think I watched Roma. Oh, I forgot dude. that got nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I need to watch that one. I like the other ones, like Vice. And Didn't like Vice. Green Book wasn't good. Didn't well, it like wasn't Green that Book. good. Um, the favorite it was, was okay. I liked the favorite. I would have it been was fine authentic. with
1: that. So uh, for this year, 2019, which movie is like your favorite movie out of the? entire
0: year so far uh it might be like a three-way tie between avengers endgame uh, right john wick chapter three parabellum right um and always be my maybe which is a rom-com on netflix starring randall park and ali wong oh okay. it's actually actually pretty good i like it a lot keanu shows up for a little while and he's fantastic
1: i think my favorite 2019 movie with the most fun i had was John Wick, Chapter 3. Yeah. I love it so much. Looking forward to uh, Chapter 4.
0: And maybe we get to uh, go forward a little bit in time. Right. Instead of them each happening right after the other, because, like, John Wick should be
1: dead. It's going to be the last one, by the way. Chapter 4 is the last one.
0: All right. I'm fine with that.
1: And then also for, like, my favorite underrated movies, it's, it's a two... No, no, actually, no, scratch that. My favorite underrated movie of 2019... I don't think you've heard of. It's called uh, "Dragged Across Concrete." I have
0: not. With Mel heard Gibson of and
1: Swan, you would love it, but it's so long. The pacing is uh. very slow. You you definitely get bored. But yeah, but um, if you get the chance, "Dragged Across Concrete," it's like the most underrated movie I've ever seen this year, and it is incredible. If it wasn't for the pacing, I'd give it a better than sex. But it's a low full price for me.
0: For me, maybe Alita: Battle Angel.
1: Alita: Battle Angel.
0: Yeah, like the critic reaction wasn't great to it. I thought it was fine. It was a yeah. little, it was a little vanilla at times, a little blandy. Uh, particularly with the main romance and
1: was definitely kinda, forced. Eh. I didn't I, mean, I don't
0: know if I would call it forced, but it was just kind of, eh, you know. And sometimes it felt like it was setting up for a sequel that you know you're never going to get. You know, Detective Pikachu, I really enjoy it as well. Uh, that I, have, I had fun so with cute. that movie. Um, it's stupid. I loved it. And that's exactly what you should get out of a movie called Detective Pikachu. Especially if it's Ryan Reynolds. A lot of people have been praising the Lego Movie too. I've been hearing that more lately I thought people didn't like it when like it came out and didn't do well at the box office because I hated it it was it's like probably the second worst movie I've watched this year now keep in mind I haven't watched the Lion King remake or MIB International I saw Aladdin it wasn't as bad I didn't watch the Dumbo remake or like some of the other notorious bad stuff that came out this year, like a Serenity. Uh, So I didn't see any of that kind of stuff, but I didn't like Lego Movie 2 at all. I thought it was awful. I didn't like Toy Story 4 either. No, you gave that movie a fuck you, right? No, I didn't give it a fuck you. I didn't give it a zero out of five. If people don't (laughs) know what these ratings mean... Uh, fuck uses a zero star some little bullshit is like one rentals like two matinee three full price four and their five star is better than sex
1: which is like rare rare better than sex movies lately
0: toy story four was probably like a one one and a half for me damn up until the end it's like oh this is harmless i guess but i feel like there's no plot and they're kind of wasting their time the whole time I did not like Buzz Lightyear in this movie. And Buzz Lightyear's yeah, is like my favorite character. Yeah, he acts like an idiot the whole time. I don't, I can't remember what it was, but it was like he didn't understand some, like, figure of speech.
1: Well, it's a cash grab movie. You know, yeah. that. like Finding like, Dory, that's a cash grab.
0: And, like, the ending is a huge middle finger to the audience. That that was a zero-star ending. <laughs> And I, I was kind of annoyed, if not mad, for, like, the next two or three days every time I thought of this movie. Because, come on, I grew up with Toy Story. I hold those movies close to my heart. The third one, they ended so well. I'm like, I didn't need another one of these. And I see the fourth one, and I'm like, okay, this is harmless enough, I guess. Oh, fuck you. Like, this, this was the <laughs> movie that, like, John Lasseter, when he was still there and not revealed to be a creep uh was um just like so jumping for joy over and like he had to direct this movie when he was like the head of two animation studios at the same time. Right.
1: God damn it. And then then, then
0: he pulled out of that like a bit before he, you know, left. But yeah I did not care for that. I did not Do care for that. Do you think they're
1: gonna make a Toy Story five?
0: I mean We said they couldn't make four because they ended it where you couldn't make another one. And this one, they're like, oh, they ended it where you cannot make another one because Woody has now left all the
1: others to go live with Bo Peep. Honestly, I think they're going to I think they might do a Buzz Lightyear solo movie.
0: I mean, they could probably like find some way to get them back together. They could figure something out.
1: Then that's definitely a mega cash grab right there.
0: Toy Story 4 was a cash grab. They're going to do it anyways.
1: Lion King is uh, apparently the expensive cash grab of all.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bother to go out of my way to see that because I'm like, I've already seen the Lion King. I hear it's the exact same movie. I'm against them doing this,
1: or against them doing these remakes because they're lazy. I'm gonna be that one guy though. I I th- I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to get it so I can watch and see why everyone is so butthurt about it. I if I. Got
0: Disney Plus at some point, I would probably like watch it and try it.
1: I mean, you're bound to get Disney Plus for the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, I'm bound to get it eventually. Anyways, so at least try it out. So, I mean, I wouldn't get it for the Lion King, but I might <laughs> try out their version of Lion King
1: while I have the service. And I heard that uh, James Earl Jones recorded all of his lines through the phone. <laughs> he literally he did phoned everything it in. in one day. Oh! Good one. I have yet to see Captain Marvel. Eh.
0: I mean, it wasn't terrible. I didn't really like it that much. Uh, It's very much a 90s superhero movie, but not, like, in the great ways, but it's not, like, the bad ones. It's just, like, I don't get who Carol Danvers is at all. Right. Yeah, I don't care about really any of the characters. Like, none of them. Not even Nick Fury.
1: Especially when he lost his eye. Yeah,
0: how he lost his eye pissed me off. That that got me very close to a one star rating.
1: But don't forget though. But don't forget though. Fury is kind of a bullshitter. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. He but says it's what like, he needs to say.
0: what did? Why did we need explaining as to how he got his eye patch? Uh, I think people could just like enjoy it for what it is, though. I can see that because I don't think the movie's that bad. I just don't think it's anything. Great at all
1: maybe for the sequel maybe it'll be a different director and different writers
0: yeah i hope we get like what happened with winter soldier because that was the one where people really started to connect with captain america with captain marvel uh, neither of her first two appearances have been good at all like i did not like her in endgame at all I and mean, you could you could tell the writers the writers have even said like they didn't really know that what to do with her I mean, they didn't blatantly say it like that, but it's like, you know, they hadn't even made Captain Marvel yet at that time when they were writing both of these Avengers movies. And they just knew that it was coming and that Brie Larson was casted. And I guess probably like some vague details about her, but they really didn't have anything to go off of. So she's kind of just there. And then they're like, well, we can't just have her here solving everything. But I'm just their writing of her is so lazy in that movie that's that's the one thing I really don't like about Endgame
1: right right would it be better if uh Captain Marvel was introduced in phase four
0: yeah it would have been better she just wasn't even in the movie but like at the same time you could still be like oh where was she this whole time and they even ask her, and she's just like, oh, well, there's problems happening everywhere else. All right,
1: we're in the galaxy. I'm like, "Okay, yeah,
0: but you knew this thing was happening, probably, and this was the big problem.
1: The movie would have been way shorter if she solved everything. You know what I mean? I mean, mean she yeah. kind
0: of did at times, anyways. Just have her in the movie doing the adventure with the other Avengers and develop her character. Because she didn't have a character in this movie, and she didn't really have one in her own movie. Or at least not from what I found.
1: In my mind, it would have been better if, uh, like that, the end credits scene in uh, Infinity War, where Nick Fury, he hits the pager, and it shows the Captain Marvel logo. Have that, but just leave it there. And then just, you know, don't make the solo movie... Don't include her in Endgame, and then in Phase Four we get to know who yeah, she is. Yeah, like
0: she shows up in Endgame, like oh, Captain Marvel, that's cool. Like the like yeah. how um, T'Challa was introduced in Civil War, right? And then we get her movie, and it's great.
1: Wasn't uh, Captain Marvel like a month before Endgame?
0: Uh, like a month and a half.
1: I don't know. Like maybe Marvel was like, okay, we need to, you know, we need to get something in the box office. We need money.
0: We need something out in the same manner that we did with um Black Panther.
1: Honestly, Black Panther was, I mean, Black Panther was better than Captain Marvel.
0: Uh, well, Black Panther is one of my favorite MCU movies. Period. Like it's probably my really? favorite. Yeah, I love really? it. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's like the most distinct out of them. I really, I really feel Ryan Coogler's direction on it. It really kind of opens you up to the world of Wakanda. It feels like a different place. It's like when you watch Star Wars for the first time and you see all these different worlds. The movie has something to say. Like, I respect that. Um, The action's really good. I mean, the CG, it's it's mostly fine.
1: But you got a compelling villain. Killmonger's... Yeah, Killmonger's, like, yeah, number one of the best villains yeah, in the MCU. Yeah, he's MC, one of the yeah. best.
0: He's one of the best. Yeah. Like, we got several good villains now in the last couple of years.
1: Thanos was good in Infinity War, but yeah, I he didn't He was like decent it in
0: Endgame, and... but, like, in Endgame, it wasn't really about him as much. Right, Because, right. like, that first Thanos died in the beginning of the movie. Right, and so... And then it's this other Thanos, like, oh, I can actually do that. So I'm gonna go do it while the rest of the movie is about them trying to get their world back. If he was just there the whole time and in-game, it probably would have been overkill. Maybe would have uh, undid the goodwill that Infinity War did for him. Right. I mean, there's also Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was great.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, of course, Loki. I like Loki. I guess I wanted to talk about... So, I guess going to keep cinematic universes here we're not doing the main thing yet but um dc has been you know making progress in yes finally and saving their universe by making it not as much of a universe but like a loose universe now where it's they're kind of like soft rebooting where it's not exactly a reboot, but it's not entirely 100% connected to the canon we've had before with Justice League and Man of Steel and all those.
1: I'm, I'm so happy, though.
0: Yeah, and, like, Suicide Squad, this is probably going to be a soft reboot of that, where it might kind of mention some stuff that happened in Suicide Squad as some of the same casting. But, yeah, the main thing I wanted to talk about was Suicide Squad because they did put out a cast, uh... Last Friday on the On September the 13th well When we are recording it it's, It was last Friday uh, And we do have some people back There's Viola Davis so I'm surprised she came back uh, As Amanda Waller um, Of course Margot Robbie's gonna be here As Harley Quinn Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg uh, Jai Courtney Came back as Captain Boomerang Which hey Good for him a lot of people bag on Jack Courtney, but this was like the one role people actually liked him in. So
1: yeah, I'm staring at the, uh, the cast listing poster right now. So, um, yeah, um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, John Cena, like, ugh.
0: they didn't say who any of these people were going to play, Though we can put it together. Like who, who's coming back from the last movie. We can tell who they're going to play, but everyone else we don't know.
1: I honestly I honestly believe uh, here's my theory for um, the Suicide Squad because uh, for Pete Davidson, because that surprised me. Yeah, I think Pete Davidson is going to be the Joker. I think he's going to be the Joker.
0: Pete Davidson is the Joker. I'd watch that movie, but um, I don't know how much I would love it, but
1: (laughs) I'd be interested to watch that. James Gunn has beef with Jared Leto, believe it or not.
0: Who doesn't have beef with Jared Leto by now?
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, but um, yeah, James Gunn, he has beef with Jared Leto over um, the uh, Jared Leto liking 16-year-old girls, DMing them and whatnot. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that, um, yeah, I see Pete Davidson as the Joker. Uh, Michael Rooker. He'll definitely be King Shark. I want him to be King Shark.
0: <laughs> I I don't care who plays King Shark as long as we get King Shark in this movie. I love King Shark. He's the most ridiculous villain. I mean, I've mainly seen him in just like his episodes in The Flash on the CW. I, I don't watch. I don't keep up with that show anymore. But when I would watch it, he was one of my favorite side villains because he's just a ridiculous giant CG shark. That just charges at stuff and is amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, he's just cheesy and badass. And I, I'm totally down with some cheese on that level. Uh, Nathan Fillion is in this movie. Sure.
1: Uh, Sean Gunn, of course. Sean, Sean Gunn, of
0: course. Sean Gunn's going to be here. He has to be here. Uh, Taika Waititi's here. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, Storm I... Reed. Good for her. She's a she's a talented child actress who was in, uh, well, she was in A Wrinkle in Time, which I, I like that movie. That's an underrated movie from 2018.
1: Uh, I'm surprised at all the, um, the Latino uh, representation in the
0: movie. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. Either he's going to play Bronze Tiger or he's going to replace Will Smith as Deadshot.
0: I'm assuming no one's going to replace Will Smith as Deadshot.
1: I mean, like you said, though, it's a soft reboot, so maybe they're going to...
0: I mean, they yeah. could, and if they did, re- and even if they just recasted the character with the same continuity, I'd be fine with it. Storm Reed care. could be the
1: daughter. You may never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the MCU recasted a couple people.
1: So, uh, So now that you've seen the casting, are you now interested in this movie even more?
0: I mean, I'm just kind of neutrally interested in this movie. I need to see something first. Um, but sure. Like they're heading in a decent direction.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Speaking of DC, on, I hope um, Joker will be a successful movie, both critically and financially. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely um, will. then if those two work out, then we're probably going to get DC Black. That is what I'm most excited for. Standalone uh, character study uh, movies about DC characters like Jim Gordon or Deadshot or not not, not Deadshot, uh, Deathstroke, Deathstroke.
0: Might as well, because like before we had the MCU, they were all standalone anyways. If they go back to that and maybe for some of the more successful ones or like certain ones that they want to loosely tie them together, I'm fine with that.
1: But I just want to see DC succeed, you know.
0: Yeah, I do. And like some of these characters that I haven't seen that I want to see, and or the ones I've seen and did not succeed, like the Flash. Right.
1: But we're gonna get the Flash movie finally.
0: To, I mean, I know, I know that's supposed to be like Muschietti's next mu- movie. Ezra Miller's probably gonna leave. I don't think he'll. By leave. the time it actually starts, like, I don't think he'll. Leave. He's he he decided to write his own script with a like Grant Morrison. Oh really? And I just don't think that's yeah. He he he. I don't think I think he didn't like the latest script he saw. So he's like, oh, I'm gonna write my own, and I'm gonna get. I think it was Grant Morrison, of this, and I'm just like, this is this is leading to him exiting this movie. Which good because I thought he was terrible in Justice League. Yeah, he was. He was. He was my least favorite out of the cast in that movie. Uh, I didn't like the suit. I didn't like the portrayal. I didn't like the the writing of it because like everyone else is kind of like, uh, late thirties or like Batman's kind of older, and then Barry Allen's like young adult and that doesn't really make sense to me because I'm thinking down the line when we have the wally West and just thinking of how I, I don't claim to be an expert on the comics from what I do know about barry he's like a, at least a little closer in age to some of the other characters like a Superman or Aquaman um maybe we should probably get into uh the meaty stuff yeah okay. let's do it the 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 main reason we're all here. Well we are talking about a franchise, a cinematic universe, but we're not we're not talking about your your Marvel, your DC, your Disney Plus, whatever. Uh we're we're making a new cinematic universe. The Nick Jr. Cinematic Universe. That's right, going off the cuffs of the surprisingly okay Dora and the Lost City. That's right. Gold. we're we're, we need a franchise for the little kitties the little little kitties right that they can latch on to that they can enjoy and we know we can make a butt ton of money exactly right nickelodeon so nick jr cinematic universe we're just doing a first phase we're not gonna cast everything that would take too long and we gotta milk this so we just got a couple shows here we're gonna do combined together with dora the explorer to make our nick jr avengers we got some of the big guns starting out uh but okay so we got blues clues which is my jam franklin a surprisingly long lasting you know like enduring brand um go diego go was going to be our iron man 2 but not terrible and we're not going to recast diego yeah, I said Franklin. And of course, Lazy Town, because that's the one that's the one you gotta immediately wanna see. We're not gonna we're not gonna delay Lazy Town. We're gonna get that one right out of the way. Let's let's start with Blue's clues.
1: Okay, so you go first.
0: Okay. So my blue, I was back and forth with a couple of choices, but the first one I got here is Tessa Thompson.
1: Oh Got
0: gotta Tessa- go Tessa Thompson. She's a she's a likable you know star i've liked her and everything i've seen her in right we we had to get some big stars here right some some worthy actors and tessa thompson would be my choice for blue so i'm interested to see to hear what your choice for blue is
1: well um for my choice of blue uh i went with a female voice actor instead of a big name celebrity okay so i went with i went with and this is my version of how Blue's Clue should be, so Tara Strong.
0: Oh, at- all right. She's a very well-known voice actress.
1: Yeah, Tara Strong. But in my head, though, like, when Steve is talking to Tara, to uh, Blue, we hear Tara's voice, but in the outside world, it's just Blue barking, like the iconic bark, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like in Detective I mean- Pikachu? Yeah, I guess you would get someone just going, burr, 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 burr. yeah, <laughs> you pay Tessa Thompson all that money just to go, burr, burr,
1: burr, burr.
0: <laughs> and I guess you would get subtitles. I mean, it would be like Chewbacca where everyone knows what he's saying, or you could just have blue talk and not care. These other people, uh, Steve, we needed a likable lead front man, but still kind of young. I mean, I'm don't. Okay. I'm not i not going to have him be college age, but like I casted Taron Egerton is Terry like, You made he was Steve a guy? Yeah, I mean, he was in uh, you know, Kingsman and uh I'm going to I'm guess more quickly go through my list of blues clues than go through yours. Uh okay. Mr. Salt, I had Will Ferrell. <sighs> uh, like he's what? he's Mr. Salt. I I feel like he's got to be a little bit more salty. Like he could be delightful but also salty. Will Ferrell right. could do both of those. Uh <laughs> Mrs. Pepper, uh Leslie Jones cuz I just want to oh. see how they would do together. Leslie Jones as a good mom. Uh Paprika, I have Latisha Wright. Letitia. You might know as Shuri from Black Panther.
1: Oh, her? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mhm. She was she was great. Uh now Mailbox is where this this casting kind of goes off the rails cuz I have the for the Mailbox, I have Gilbert Gottfried. Cause you just imagine him in his voice telling Steve that he you has a mail. mail! Um, slippery soap. I have Steve Buscemi as the slippery soap. Oh, <laughs> uh. I'm. That character just sounds dirty, anyway. So like they could they could go kind of risque with him. You went off. On um. This. But Steve, Steve Buscemi, the side table drawer because that's a listed regular character on the show right? for some reason. Uh, The side table drawer, I don't remember the side table drawer, but sure, side table drawer, I have Tiffany Haddish. No! Let's (laughs) just have a popular actor that we're paying to just have this bit part, because everyone's going to want to be part of the next Junior Cinematic Universe. It's the next hot universe. It's the next hot franchise. It's going to make all that money. Ugh! the side table drawer is like you could probably go any direction with that and it would be fine yeah and the shovel and pail i wanted a duo for this because they are a duo i didn't go with the obvious key and peel um because i didn't think they fit the image of the shovel and the pail that much I, that, that could be fine um uh, <laughs> i thought about maybe your your uh your james franco and seth rogan <laughs> your, your even your eric andre and hannibal burris oh <gasps> would be great oh, that'd be perfect. and eric andre's already been in children's movies like the lion king right but i went with a little more uh, classic mid to late 2000s duo for the shovel i have michael Sarah and the pale is jonah hill
1: <gasps> i love it
0: we have some high caliber actors so jose i would like to hear the rest of your list for blues clues
1: okay for Steve, he's coming off fresh from The Boys on Amazon Prime. Jack Quaid.
0: All right, all right. I'm not familiar with Jack Quaid, but I'd have to watch The Boys. Oh, you love have it. to watch you, The Boys. you yeah. love it. But right.
1: Jack Quaid, he's lanky. Uh, he's nerdy. He did fit right. Steve for me.
0: Yeah, Steve is kind of a nerdy guy.
1: And you cast a dad. And you cast a Taron Egerton as.
0: Look, I mean, Steve might be nerdy, but he's also cool.
1: Right. Right. There's um, no one as cool as Steve, <laughs> um, Mr. Salt and uh, Mrs. Pepper. With Mr. Salt, I just went with an actor who just had a French accent, who, who could pull off a French accent. <laughs> okay, I went with Ewan McGregor.
0: You, does Ewan McGregor do French accents? From Beauty and the Beast. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, he did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right.
1: But for sure. uh, but for uh, Mrs. Pepper, I went with uh, my my woman crush. French actress Marion Cotillard. Uh for Paprika, I just literally I typed into my notes any blonde child actor.
0: Any blonde child actor. Because that's how I knew uh,
1: Paprika. I don't know why.
0: Uh Elsie Fisher. She was in 8th grade.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh let's see Mailbox. Uh you probably won't know the actor but uh, his uh name is uh Harry Shearer. He's the dude that played, uh, one of Homer Simpson's friends in the Simpsons. All right. Oh, he was the, he was, okay. uh, You know who he is? He's the reporter in Godzilla. I
0: barely remember the 2014 Godzilla. No, 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 I'm be honest. The New York Godzilla, 1998
1: Godzilla with Matthew. I didn't
0: even make it through all of that. Oh my God. I'm be honest. I tapped out like two thirds of the way through,
1: uh, for uh, slippery soap, um, I casted Tara Strong again. I mean uh side table drawer, Jenny Slate, but you're gonna hate me for this one. Pale and shovel. I <laughs> Key
0: and peel, peel, isn't it? Yep. When <laughs> you think a duo. When well, you think a duo, you think Key and Peel. peel. <laughs> Might as well.
1: I love your Seth Rogan and uh James Franco one though. I wouldn't mind seeing that.
0: Yeah, that was that was one of my ideas for that. Because I didn't know who to cast as as these two. I was like, let me, let me just have a nice super yeah. bad reunion. Yeah. So next up, uh, Go Diego Go.
1: All right, let's see here. Go Diego Go. You go first.
0: Okay, so Diego, we kept the actor that played Diego in Dora. We'll keep him around. Alicia, we have Alicia, who is Diego's older sister. Older sister, so okay. I, I thought of... A, a young enough latina actress who could probably do this well who i think is a decent actress and charismatic and could pull off franchise work and that's becky g
1: becky g she
0: she's a pop singer but also a little bit of an actress. she was in the power rangers movie that came yeah. out in 2017 and she was actually really good in it
1: right yeah and okay. i
0: think she should get more acting work here
1: i can see that yeah.
0: Uh huh. Um, Baby Jaguar. So I didn't see much of this Go Diego Go show. We were about we were about the age where we stopped watching Nick Jr. for a while. By the time this show came on,
1: we weren't aware of I spinoffs. Just, I just by
0: the way. remember. I just remember that the show happened. That's yeah. all I remember about it. So I'm coming fresh to this to these characters, anyways. Uh, Baby Jaguar, Antonio Banderas. Uh, when you think of cgi cats you think of antonio, antonio banderas. banderas so we also have click uh diego's camera that he carries around he could still have a camera and be into photography but it could also be a smartphone with a good camera because a lot of smartphones have good cameras on them it doesn't right. matter right. But either way my click is george lopez
1: yo that he's, was mine. My... he's
0: he, I'm assuming these characters have voices <laughs> if that, not, whatever mine. But, yeah. um, yeah. Click Click, gotta be George Lopez Cause you gotta hear him in his voice Commanding you to take the picture and Take do the it. photo! Take the photo, cabrón! <laughs> and the rescue pack uh, At first I had a Hispanic actor But I was just thinking of, like, a white British voice commanding him how to Use things in this backpack So I got Michael Caine
1: <gasps> Really? <laughs>
0: he he would do it. He's he's not above doing random crap. He was in like Journey yeah. 2 and like stuff like that. So, uh you're, you're okay. Diego casting.
1: Okay, uh Diego, he's the same uh click. We both agreed on George Lopez. Uh Alicia, for me it was tough, but uh if we're going to get if we're going to go bonkers with this, we need a popular upcoming star and I casted okay. um Cam- Camila Cabela? Camila Cabela? Gove- the singer? <laughs> yeah. That, uh, hey, if Camila you want Cabello, butts in yep. the seats. Yeah.
0: You, you go on. Go on uh, with for your Baby, baby Jaguar.
1: Jaguar. Baby Jaguar. I'm going to go with Diego Luna on this one.
0: Oh, that's a good choice.
1: For uh, But for Rescue Pack, <laughs> you went with the old British white guy. I'm going with the uh, barely old black guy, Eddie Murphy. Oh,
0: Eddie <laughs> Murphy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that's my casting.
0: Now, who's your clique?
1: Yeah, George Lopez. It was, was George, Lopez. George Lopez. George yeah.
0: Lopez. Okay, okay. Uh, so, Franklin. Oh, uh, okay. I'll start with our titular Franklin. I have R.J. Kyler.
1: R.J. Kyler. Who,
0: who is who's an actor. He's known for movies like uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. He had a big supporting role in that. Uh, he was also in the 2017 Power Rangers.
1: Oh, okay. As Billy oh that dude okay
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay 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 uh, he was in something else recently that i can't remember but he's a great actor uh, and i think he would do fantastic with the main role uh his parents i went all out for this no i didn't cast denzel but that's also a great idea um as jonathan turtle his father i have carl weathers mm. okay apollo creed himself carl weathers as jonathan turtle elizabeth Turtle, the mother. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. I, I went with the high caliber actress for this. Um, okay. Okay. Now, the rest of the cast. Uh, the bear. Yep. Uh, whose name is Bear? This is one of this is like Franklin's best friend. Right. And when I look at that bear, I think of one person, James Corden.
1: No, <laughs> James
0: Corden. We gotta get James Corden as the bear.
1: You gotta get him back after uh, what was that? The Emoji Movie? Cats. Yeah. Oh, cats. Oh, actually, yeah. my
0: next person is also in Cats. I didn't think about that, but um, we have Goose. Uh, I had Dame Judi Dench as the Goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think these are all supposed to be within Franklin's age range, so but who cares? Who cares? Uh, they're 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 lending their voices. Right. These can just be an old soul. The skunk. I went with a comic actress here, uh, Mindy Kaling.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. I was thinking about Ally Wong at first, because I thought that'd be funny. But I have her saved I've her saved for another phase. Okay. Fox, uh someone I need someone who's a little sly. I first thought of Jason Bateman because he played a fox in Zootopia. Okay. Um, but I went with John Krasinski.
1: John Okay.
0: Mhm. So yeah, I have him, a uh, beaver. I didn't know who to cast as the beaver, so I just went with Jason Sudeikis for the right. rabbit. I also I almost went with Elon McGregor. But oh, okay. Who who I had here as the rabbit Someone who's also on at least that high of caliber as Ewan McGregor. And I went with Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne? As... <laughs> Eddie Redmayne as the Redmayne. Oh, <laughs> no. And he's going to get nominated. <laughs> oh, no. If Meryl Streep could get nominated for Into the Woods, then Eddie Redmayne could get nominated for Franklin.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> it could
0: happen. Okay. No. Okay. Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl is the I guess mentory kind of wise owl pretty much the owl right. from Winnie the Pooh but uh um, right Mr. Owl the wise sage I'm having here is Snoop Dogg
1: no <laughs>
0: the Snoop D-O-double-G we're having more like Snoop O-W-L <laughs> <laughs> just think about Mr. Owl smoking a
1: blunt <laughs> yo, dog it's Mr. It's, it Mr. It. it's Mr. O-double it's O-double he, yeah, he's rolling see.
0: stuff up but this is a kids movie so he can't be like rolling up a blunt so he's, he's rolling up like a lettuce wrap
1: a lettuce wrap
0: and he drops all that wise knowledge onto RJ Kyler as Franklin
1: Snoop Owl
0: now there was one other friend of Franklin and that was the snail, and I saved him for the last because I think this would be the only way, the <laughs> true way to get this man out of retirement. I am, no. of course, talking about Rick Moranis. What? Now, you're thinking you just panicked and just came up with a person. Maybe, but <laughs> I I knew Rick Moranis would bring something to this character and send this movie to the next level.
1: <sighs> oh, wow. Now
0: now I'm interested to hear your casting for Franklin.
1: Ah, okay, fine. For Franklin, I casted uh, Asa Butterfield. <laughs>
0: Asa Butterfield, okay.
1: Yeah, Asa Butterfield. <laughs> um for uh, Jonathan and Elizabeth Turtle, Franklin's parents, I, c- I casted Bruce Willis and Tina Fey.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Getting Bruce Um, Willis to care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Originally, it was going to be Alec Baldwin, but uh, yeah, two on the nose. Uh, For Bear, I wanted a popular actor, so I casted Tom Holland. All right. For uh, Skunk, Ellie Fanning. L. Fanning. L. Fanning. Okay. Yeah, L. Fanning. Yeah, she's a good actress. For Goose, I think you'll. Yeah, for Goose, I think you'll love this one. For Goose, I casted Haley Steinfeld. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I do like Haley Steinfeld.
1: Uh, for uh, Fox, I needed someone who was, uh, like you said, uh, sly, conniving. Mm-hmm. For me, though, I just can't. The uh, I casted Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. <laughs> he seems like a prick, so I casted him. Yeah, as Fox. he seems like a little shit. Yeah, so I casted him as Fox.
0: So I actually also, I had Finn Wolfhard and Elle Fanning saved for phase two. <laughs> I had some pristine casting for them. Oh, okay. But continue, continue.
1: For uh, Rabbit, uh, I don't think you know this actor. His name is Rohan Chan from Netflix's Mowgli.
0: I do not know him.
1: Uh, Yeah, he's pretty great, Mowgli. And um, right. after hearing the voice of Rabbit from the show... I just imagine this uh, small British Indian dude for Beaver, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. All right.
0: All right. We're going to gender Ben here.
1: For Snail, uh, I don't know why, but the Dakota Goyo from Ponyo, it just popped in my head. I just want But for Mr. Owl, you went with Snoop Dogg. I went with Ian McShane. (laughs)
0: ian mcShane yeah cuz you just think about the leader of the continental
1: exactly yes yeah. mm mm-hmm. mhm that's my mr owl all
0: right and, and you're going to love my
1: lazy town cast though lazy town cast Our lazy
0: town oh, casts
1: you're going to love it um
0: you you might love mine okay <laughs> go go <laughs> now for stephanie Okay. I This was the only actress I could truly think of. And you actually already casted her in Franklin. But i pitch you Haley Steinfeld as Stephanie.
1: Oh my God. That, okay. She can
0: lead anything, including my heart.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. Who's Sporticus?
0: Sporticus, uh, I just went with the obvious one for me, which was Chris Hemsworth.
1: Chris Hemsworth?
0: I mean, there are other people you could probably cast as well. Uh, But I just, uh, the first person I thought of was Chris Hensworth, so I just went with it. Uh, Robbie Rotten, also an obvious pick for me. Uh, Michael Fassbender.
1: Oh, Michael Fassbender.
0: (laughs) I just look at him and I'm just like, Michael Fassbender could do that. Uh, Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy. Ziggy, I had Dolph Lundgren for a long time because I thought that would be funny. A lot of these uh, friends they have here, so people who aren't as familiar with Lazy Town. It's a weird show, it's yes. it's like this this town who's poorly just made they're poorly they're lazy c g they're yeah they're like they're not even c g they're like puppet people,
1: yeah, but like the shitty like the backgrounds citizens of this the town CG, are like puppet yeah.
0: people, yeah, yeah, the backgrounds, and then there's like Sportacus, this like superhero that lives in a giant blimp that like comes down and saves everyone from Robbie Rotten, who tries to keep everyone lazy and Sportacus tries to save everybody by getting them active and Stephanie is like the new girl in town who's yeah. also Robbie Rotten, Sporticus and Stephanie are the only actual humans in this show everyone else is like these weird like puppet people um, so like Ziggy and the other characters are puppet people so it doesn't matter if they necessarily fit them or not and of course these are going to be motion capture <laughs> people anyways so, if ins- the studio so can afford instead it. of Instead of Dolph Lundgren, I went with another funny pick. Mike Myers. Uh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Mike Myers doing his shtick.
1: This will be his comeback.
0: Over Z- yeah, this will be his comeback. Well, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Yeah, but we didn't enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody, though.
0: I did not like that movie very much, but, um, but that's another he topic. was in it, and it yeah. was very successful. Yes. Um, stingy, the person I thought of for this was Nicholas Holt. Nicholas who, Holt? <laughs> who played kind of a stingy character in The Favorite. Right. Which was an Oscar contender this past year. So I, I thought he would be good at that. If he just played the same character again, it would probably fit. Trixie, I went with Aquafina.
1: Oh! Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Uh, Pixel. <laughs> oh, God. Our Pixel here. I went with the true best choice for Pixel, Ice JJ Fish. No! He is a tremendous, like, like a R&B hip hop guy that you can find on YouTube. He's Uh, hysterical. He's a true artist of our time. He's incredible. He's incredible. Truly. And you should just go search him up. He must be protected at all costs. Mayor Milford means well. Now, when I looked at this person, there's only one guy that popped into my head and only one person I can ever see play this character. And that is Wallachan. <laughs> <laughs> Wallachan, you look at look at that man and tell me he is not Wallachan. That is Wallachan right there. Wallachan is Mayor Meanswell.
1: Oh my god!
0: I don't even care if he doesn't act anymore. I don't know if he doesn't act anymore. He probably doesn't. But get him back for this, Wallachan. That is that's my dream pick. Now Bessie Busybody.
1: Oh, now, okay. now,
0: a lot of these characters in Lazy Town, you understand their characteristics from pretty much just their name. As you can imagine, she's very nosy. She's also the girlfriend of Mayor Meanswell, and I thought we needed someone really sassy um, that commands the screen whenever she's on it. And so I went with the natural choice, Taraji P Henson. What? Taraji Taraji is gonna Pienzo? be wallace sean's girlfriend
1: no i can't uh
0: <laughs> boom 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 a okay. billion dollar movie
1: it's, and a couple uh, razzies beat,
0: beat that
1: okay okay you ready for mine yes okay okay so for stephanie i'm gonna need you to unlock your nostalgia vault do you remember the naked brothers band
0: vaguely yes Okay. They haunt my nightmares every once in a while.
1: <laughs> okay, well, uh the the only chick that's in the band, mm-hmm. Rosalina. I don't know why I thought of her, but Allie D'Amico from the Naked Brothers of the band, that'll be my Stephanie. She just has that same look.
0: <laughs> She's gonna get a comeback.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be her comeback, man. For uh, Sport- continue for Sporticus, Rizomed.
0: Huh, that's an interesting choice.
1: Yeah. For Robbie Rotten, I'm stuck between two actors. One, Jack Whitehall, and uh, the other, Justin Theroux. Uh, Justin Thoreau, he's from The Leftovers. He's really good. But, uh, but yeah, that's who I see. Jack Whitehall, you should see him on Netflix. Uh, his show's called Jack Whitehall's Travels with My Father. I think you'd love that. Jack Whitehall, he's this British comedian. And I and uh, he's very posh, okay. so okay. I'm thinking to myself like, well, let's let's uh, let's try something different with Robbie Rotten. Let's just make him a posh dickhead. But with right. but with Justin Thoreau, he definitely looks like a douche. So for okay, Ziggy is the uh, is the fat one, right?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, he's okay. the fat friend, blonde.
1: He's, okay, Ziggy. I'm sorry, but Jonah Hill is Ziggy. Aww. And for Stingy, I casted McLovin, Christopher Mince Yes. <laughs> okay, for Trixie, I did not know she was Asian, so I casted Vanessa <laughs> Hutchins. <laughs>
0: Vanessa Hutchins, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did not know she was Asian.
0: <laughs> you just look at the picture. You're just like, yep.
1: <laughs> I, I thought she was like, maybe Latina or something. Okay, for uh, for Pixel, I had two choices. One was uh, Nick Cannon. Or uh, that, um, if we're going with popularity, I went with Lil Nas X from Old Town Road. <laughs> Lil <Little> Nas. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: okay. You about ahead as prestigious of choices as I did. <laughs> okay. Hot for, take Ice JJ Fish's music <laughs> is better than Lil Nas X's. Lil uh, Nas X sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for male Milford. I don't think you'll like it, but mine is when I first saw him, I thought of Danny DeVito. <laughs> but for uh, Bessie Busybody, you won't like my choice. But if you, for male mayor, Mil- mayor Milford, for Bessie Busybody, I wanted M- Melissa McCarthy.
0: Uh, <laughs> you got? You, come on, I, I,
1: Melissa McCarthy, man.
0: No. Yes, she sucks.
1: <laughs> you casted Taraji P Henson, so I mean. She I- doesn't suck. <laughs> I I was gonna go.
0: Oh. oh, do you have a hot take about Taraji P Henson? No. <laughs>
1: but um but as I was saying, I was gonna cast Kristen Wig. Or, oh, she's
0: worse. Yeah, or, keep Melissa McCarthy.
1: Wait, 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 wait <laughs> or uh, or who is that other one? Um, Maya Rudolph.
0: Oh, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Maya but, Rudolph.
1: But I wanted to piss you off, so I casted Melissa McCarthy.
0: <laughs> if you really wanted to annoy me, you would have gotten her her lesser mini me, which is Rebel Wilson.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: She's worse. She's no, far Reverend worse. Wilson is I, way taller than Melissa McCarthy. I've at least liked Melissa McCarthy. I saw that movie, Happy Time Murders. Yeah, I liked her in that <laughs> movie. That movie's dumb, but I liked her in it. <laughs> I I didn't see the movie she got nominated for an
1: Oscar for. Uh, can you ever forgive me? I think that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, I want to I see di- that. I didn't
0: see that, but hey... Maybe she does have some good in her.
1: So here's my question to you. Do you think we can afford everyone for this uh, Nick oh, of course. universe?
0: universe? <laughs> of course.
1: We got some Academy Award winner nominees. Once Paramount get. sees uh-huh. the
0: true potential of this franchise. Right. And once, you know, we get, if you thought Dora was a success, check out Blue's Clues. Bam, that's going to hit hard. They're going to be like, Yeah.
1: Wait, but who's going to be the Nick Fury of this universe? Like how do we connect everyone in this uh universe?
0: They all have mailboxes. So mailboxes. The same mailbox played by Gilbert Gottfried and he can he unites them all. He shows maybe, up in every And maybe like Dora could be like the Iron Man and Nick Fury? Uh-huh. So she like visits everyone and asks for their help on her adventure.
1: I just can't see her in the Franklin world though.
0: Well, the Franklin world, none of these, all of these worlds are so separate that, I mean, you gotta do a little bit of tweaking to kind of fit them in, but like, yeah, Dora, Dora had a talking CG monkey and a talking CG fox, so I, I feel like we could gradually get to that point if now in, say, the MCU, we have people like Rocket Raccoon, and we're totally fine with that, so... I didn't establish any sort of competition or us deciding between our lists of cast. I don't know if you just want to leave it open and that's just like, hey, that's who each of us picked. Go and uh, tell us what you think about any of these choices or give us your own choices for the Nick Jr. cinematic universe.
1: Just mix our list together and boom we got a perfect yeah. uh, universe
0: pick who you want as long as wallace Shawn is mayor milford means well or lil nas is uh, mr owl is snoop dog <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's gonna be thanos in this universe
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i don't think there. there's like no villains in any of these shows except for swiper
1: swiper is the thanos of this universe well
0: i thought i thought he'd be more like the low-key
1: the Loki. Oh, okay. I can see yeah, that.
0: That's why it are going to be more like the Loki, and then he eventually becomes good.
1: Your list is, like, bonkers. Like
0: It's like, we have we have those big names, those prestige actors to draw you in. Be like, oh, we're going to get some good, fateful depictions of these characters. And then it's like...
1: Snoop Owl comes uh, out of nowhere.
0: Uh, Snoop Dogg. Um, George Lopez shows up. Uh... Mike Myers Ice JJ Fish The Great Wallace Shawn
1: Uh it's going to be in theaters on summers only summer releases only in IMAX
0: Yes yes this first this first phase and then once we get comfortable we'll put them out in the fall
1: And uh for the for uh, our directors it's uh <laughs> I don't know who'd be stupid enough to direct all these uh, movies
0: You mean who would be visionary enough to take on this challenge
1: hey Zack snyder needs a job
0: uh Zack snyder's lazy town
1: it's nothing but oh sporticus's uh workout scenes are in slow-mo
0: so on the note of our massive success that is the nick jr cinematic universe phase one that's where we end the show oh um We have to say goodbye, but we will be back again. This this will be a weekly podcast. We'll be working to get some pages up where you guys can engage with us. Uh, I'm going to work on getting a Twitter and Instagram out. We will have a YouTube channel. Uh, It's just called Filmedia. F I L M M I D A. It sounds like a disease, which (laughs) perfectly encapsulates
1: what we're doing. This
0: podcast and the other podcast. I'm. Starting up right now, which is called the Shills for Schlock podcast, where we talk about great genre movies. Myself and my friend Knox, we we just talk about the kinds of genre movies we enjoy discussing, good and bad. Our first episode is going to be Predator, so uh, be on the lookout for that. We love that good schlocky awesomeness that is perfectly encapsulates eighties uh, machismo. With Looking Schwarzenegger forward. and Carl Weathers and yeah. Jesse the Body Ventura who steals the movie. So that's going to come up very soon. But yes, all these will be, both of those shows will be uploaded to the same YouTube channel. But we have different podcast feeds. So you can also find the Shows for Schlock podcast. Subscribe to this feed. Give us a good rating and review on your platform of choosing. And then we also have uh, an email if you want to write to us uh film pod f-i-l-m-m-i-d-a pod p-o-d at gmail.com you can uh, send us emails uh, scathing reviews uh comments questions <laughs> uh, things you'd like to hear us talk about uh segment ideas whatever you want we, we want to be able to engage with our listeners that's it that's so it? uh we will see you guys next time, whenever that is, because we haven't set like a specific day that these will come out yet. But thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Soft Boys Anonymous. Um, soft boy is a gender-neutral term here on this show. So we accept all genders of all kinds. If you want to be a soft boy as well then join our community, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Mm, yeah, get soft with us.